The following is a presentation of Learfield IMG College. It's Monday night in A-Town, and that means it's time to talk Yellow Jacket Athletics. Welcome to GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. GT60 is brought to you by Coca-Cola. We all know what comes with being a fan, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Share a Coke with a teammate, rival, or a friend this season. And by Georgia Power. While Georgia Power provides clean, safe, reliable, affordable energy, they want to help save energy, too. Find out energy-saving tips at georgiapower.com slash save. Now, let's join your host, the voice of the Yellow Jackets, Andy Demetra. And a very good Monday evening to you. GT60 is on the air. A full hour of Georgia Tech Talk coming your way on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. I'm your host, Andy Demetra. Thrilled to have you back with us tonight as Georgia Tech jumps out of the bye week and looks to jump back in the win column on to Philadelphia Saturday, 3.30, Tomis Leather, when Georgia Tech takes on the Temple Owls. Of course, former stomping grounds of one Jeff Collins. Georgia Tech looks to take the all-time first meeting between the Jackets and Owls, and we look forward to bringing you the full coverage from Philadelphia on Saturday. Have a great program for you tonight. Let's give you the old run of show. Uh, last week, you'll recall, we had planned to have that, our bi-week show, where we gave Coach Collins the night off and allowed you to hear from the other movers and shakers and tastemakers around Georgia Tech Athletics. That's in keeping with the new format of GT60, where we want to give you a more global look around Georgia Tech Athletics. Coach Collins instead said, nope, I want to come on. I want to talk with Tech fans. We are more than happy to oblige. So this is now the week where we've cut Coach loose. But we have a terrific set of guests lined up for you tonight. It always tends to sneak up on Tech fans. But tomorrow is the first official practice day for men's and women's basketball. Yeah, the season will be here before you know it. And we're happy to have both Josh Pastor and Nell Fortner on the program tonight. They'll talk about the development of their teams through the offseason. Some of the newcomers will be looking to light up McCamish and the ACC schedules as well. Also very excited to have Director of Applied Sports Science Ryan Horton on GT60. Coach Collins, as you've come to know, is a very data-driven coach. And you've heard him on this show invoke the catapult numbers in talking about his team, the numbers and the data that he and his staff incorporate into their practice routines ryan oversees the catapult program in tech football and so we wanted to go in depth with him about the system itself let you know more about the catapult system how tech utilizes it and how it's bettering georgia tech's performance through science and analytics not just on game days but on the practice field as well. So you'll hear from Ryan Horden later on this hour on GT60. So a great program all queued up for you. I do want to remind you, Georgia United Credit Union, the official credit union of Georgia Tech Athletics. Josh Pastor will be our first guest. You'll hear from him on the other side of this timeout. We are just getting started. Another edition of GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. So I bet you've had the same conversation I've had. You've been talking to people and they say, I need to eat better. I just think I'd feel better if I ate better. And it's right about here where someone lays on the excuses. I'm too busy. I'm not a very good cook. Well, I'm here to tell you that there's actually somebody out there who wants to help you eat good and not spend a lot of time in the kitchen no matter how well you know your way around. It's HelloFresh. They're going to give you delicious meals right on your doorstep and they're going to tell you how to cook them. It's super easy. It's super delicious and it's very nutritious. I have a job that's not 8 to 5 months. 
Monday through Friday. I work late a couple of nights a week and I work Saturdays. This has been a huge help for us. We're eating good. We're getting out of our dinner rut with chef curated recipes and we're foodies. We like to eat and we like to cook. And for this to hit our standards, that's saying something. HelloFresh made me a believer and they want to make you a believer. And right now for your first month, you can get $80 off by logging on to HelloFresh.com slash college 80 and entering the code college 80. That's HelloFresh.com slash college 80 and enter the code college 80. It's like getting eight meals for free. You can also get yummy add-ons like garlic bread or cookie dough. No more excuses. Start eating right and it's all coming to your front door. HelloFresh.com. We're talking Georgia Tech Athletics in this week's edition of GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Now, let's rejoin the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when it's served with an ice-cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. As we welcome you back to GT60, our bi-week edition of the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And happy to be visited by our next guest, head men's basketball coach Josh Pastor. It has been a busy last week for Georgia Tech Hoops. Had the ACC schedule announced, addition to the roster as well. So you've been uh, busy, but then again, find me a time, Coach, when you're not busy. How are you? Well, I'm doing well, Andy. Great to see you. Um, you look great. You, you know what's amazing with you? You actually age the other way. Uh, where most people, you know, get older, you actually look younger. So really? I just think, yeah, I don't know what it is. So God bless you, and God bless your genetics, and and your the 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 great blood flow you have in your system. Oh, apparently, I got some Benjamin Button but, going on. But let me just say this: a few things um, uh, regarding our schedule. I, I really believe when you the overall part of our schedule uh, from top to bottom, we have the toughest schedule in the entire country. That includes both conference and non-conference. Yes, the conference there's 20 ACC games, but you look at who we're playing in the non-conference. We're at Kentucky. We're at Georgia. Arkansas home. Nebraska home. We're in the big uh, in the in the uh, ACC Diamond Head. Big Ten well, Challenge, ACC yep. Big Ten Challenge, which is Nebraska, but we're in Honolulu in the Diamond Head, which we're playing Boise State to open up, which you know they're a good team. And then we possibly play Houston or, or Portland, and then on the other side there's Washington as as well too. And then Ball State's a home game, which is no gimme. I mean that's a hard game. You know you got Bethune Cookman, Elon, and then on top of that. Um, you know, we are playing Morehouse, which is great for the city. Uh, that's later on. But anyway, all that being said, when you look at the, the, the totality of our entire schedule, non-conference and conference, it is one of the toughest, if not the toughest strength of schedules in the, in the country. And I did that because there's three ways. Or, you know, the goal is to be in the NCAA tournament. And either you're safely in. You're either on the bubble or you're not in. Well, we want to be safely in. But if we're not safely in, we don't want to not be in, so we're probably then we'd be on the bubble. We want we just want to be in somehow, some way. And if we are in the bubble, what's going to come down to based on the on the feedback I got from Kevin White, who's now the chair of the basketball selection committee this year, the AD at Duke, athletic director at Duke, and I'm talking to him and Dan Gabbett, who heads up as a VP of the NC2A for men's basketball, uh, talking to them both on why Clemson and North Carolina State did not get in last year in the NC2A tournament, finished eighth and ninth in the ACC. They both said it was all because of who they played in the non-conference strength of schedule. They said you do not get credit for playing Nebraska, for example, in the ACC Big Ten Challenge because you are forced to play that opponent. Opponent. The credit comes on, are you going to go out on your own and who you're going to play? So we're going out and playing Arkansas. We are playing at Kentucky. We are playing in the Diamond Head. So if it becomes a, a, a situation where we are on the bubble and it's back and forth and they're looking, we can then say we went out on our own 
and scheduled high-level opponents to test ourselves, and that's why we should be in if we're in the bubble. And the season begins for you guys November 5th. It does not begin the way Georgia Tech fans have been used to because game number one is ACC game number one when you go to Raleigh to take on North Carolina State. This was all prompted by the change to a 20-game conference schedule. You have your first game in conference to open the season at NC State. That's November 5th. Your first ACC home game is December the 8th versus Syracuse. That, that, that accounts for the two additional conference games. I can see coaches being divided in their opinion on opening their season with a conference game. On one hand, you have an ACC opponent keeps you guys focused throughout preseason, gives you a game of consequence right off the bat. I can also see how some coaches, you know, might like to hold off on those conference games until you hit your stride. How do you feel about opening with an ACC opponent? I'll tell you, November the 6th, if we win, I love it. I mean, that's kind of the ba- bottom line <laughs> and, and of look, it. You, you've won in Raleigh, uh, what, the two of the last yep, three years yep. that you played there. Yeah. Well, let, let me just say this, um, Andy. Uh, with, with that being said, um, our first seven games, so you got to remember, we don't have Jordan Usher, who I think is one of our you know, better players, if not our best player, one of our better players. So that first seven games of the season, uh, we don't have Jordan Usher, which we've got to hold the fort down um, uh, for us. So without him, and, and you know, you're talking those seven games, three are high-level road games at Georgia, at Kentucky, and at NC State. I would have liked, because Jordan Usher is getting eligible December the 18th, the Ball State game, I would have liked maybe one of the two ACC games or both ACC games to be after that because that's what it would have been a usual, and that would have allowed us then to have him full, you know, full force for the schedule. But we did get Bubba Parm eligible, so and 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 they were going through some tough times with their family uh, uh, medically. Uh, they needed some good news, so it was good news and great uh, kudos and and uh, a fist pound to to the compliance staff and the same thing to the NC2A for granting the waiver. So we're very thankful for that. He brings us some great speed, pace. He can really shoot it. He is a smaller guard. He is a smaller guard, but he gives us something that, you know, that helps us with a Mike and Michael DeVoe and Jose Alvarado. But, you know, those first seven games, you're at NC State. You know, you're, you're, you just, those first seven games are, are tough. And as you know, every game matters. And we just have a monster schedule, Andy. I really believe in this team. We got a chance to have a really good season. The whole, the number one opponent for us is going to be health. We've got to stay healthy. We are not in a position in certain guys where we can take a hit, you know, health-wise. So just, you know, we've got, that's going to be our biggest key. We stay healthy. We are going to win our fair share of games. I really, I, I believe that. I know that. And, and that's kind of the, the where we're at with, with all that. All right. So, again, the ACC schedule was formally released. We knew that you were opening at NC State November 5th, first ACC home game, December 8th versus Syracuse. And then when it's all ACC until the end of the year, that begins New Year's Eve at Florida State. Then you're at North Carolina January 4th, back home versus Duke January 8th before you head to Boston College Saturday, January 11th. So now three teams, Florida State, North Carolina, and Duke, who've been firmly entrenched in the top of the ACC the last several years. You get them right out of the chute to begin the second phase of, of well, ACC play. Well, if you look at it, um, um, you know, uh, some of these teams in our first two months, I mean, we could play over half of our games ranked teams, you know, in the top 25. And so um, we're going to have a great, great opportunities for some opportunities for great wins. You know, the best thing we can do to put ourselves in position to win the tournament, to get in the tournament is just to 
you got to win games. <laughs> and uh, we got to take care of business. Our first game versus Georgia College on October 20th, an exhibition. And, and then from there, we got to keep moving forward and doing our job against uh, uh, NC State. And, you know, we know they're going to be ready. We probably, be, by beating them at their spot last year, probably kept them out of the tournament, <laughs> you know, obviously. So, and that was a great game. And so um, we'll, we'll, we'll have to do a great job. Uh, with our schedule, but I like where we're at. I thought the Spain trip was really good for us, was mm -hmm. very beneficial for us. Uh, I really like our group, and I've said it before. We're going to be better offensively. We're going to play with more pace. We're going to be faster. We're going to shoot the ball better. Uh, we just we got to stay healthy. All right, we'll take a quick timeout. want to talk to you more about your incoming roster, including the addition to Bubba Parham, who got his hardship waiver granted last Wednesday, which makes him immediately eligible for your team. Former All-SoCon guard at VMI. Also want to remind folks, season tickets, they start as low as $290. Make sure to go to ramblinrec.com to get yours. ACC packs will go on sale September 23rd. Every powerful drive this year is presented by Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of your Georgia Tech LG. Jackets will be back on GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. When you look around, you might feel pride is in short supply these days. Everything's being disrupted. But Ford has been around for 115 years, and we know the only constant is change. So disruption, yeah, it's what we do every day. You see, we still take pride in what we build and how we build. We even take pride in taking pride. And the world could use more of that right now. Because if you don't believe in what you're doing, why do it at all? Build Ford proud. Today's matchup, Scanner Energy partners up with Georgia Tech Football to take on your old natural gas provider. Just like how the Yellow Jackets swarm the field, Georgia residents will be eager to stiff-arm high prices and get real savings on natural gas. Visit ScanEnergy.com to take it to the house, your house. Passing up on these rates would be a complete debacle. So make a winning call and dial 877-GO-SCANA or visit ScanEnergy.com for great service and great rates this fall. Touchdown! GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Let me tell you about Georgia Tech. On this campus, you'll find beauty, prestige, innovation. But one thing you won't find is a shortcut. That's how we like it. Because on this campus, we aren't afraid of a challenge. And on game day, we darn sure aren't afraid of a fight. You see, gold reflects. And here, it reflects us all. Toughness, tenacity, pride, passion. Those values bond us. They've made us an institute without equal. When you see the white and gold, you know what we stand for. And if you're an opponent, you know what you're in for. Welcome to Atlanta. Welcome to Georgia Tech Football. with GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, talking all things Yellow Jacket athletics. Now let's head back to the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. 
Higher Regency Atlanta offers rambling rates all season. Visit HigherRegencyAtlanta.com and use offer code GTEC. Higher Regency Atlanta, the preferred partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. To Josh Pastor, you had mentioned in the last segment, Coach, that Bubba Parham, out of Snellville, also conguarded VMI, 21 point per game score last year, is immediately eligible to play for you. You've given us a little taste of a scouting report on what fans can expect from Bubba this season, but what makes him such an attractive piece that'll fit so well in your system this year? Hey, Andy, I have a quiz for you. Who else is from Snellville, Georgia? I think a young man by the name of Josh Akogi. All right, you're on top of it. Good job. And so you pass. Uh, you know, maybe we should. I should be like uh, Alex Trebek and be on Jeopardy. You know what I mean? And <laughs> and get you on that. So great job. That on was that, only Andy. a two hundred dollar question. question. That was okay. an easy one that for Georgia Tech fans. That was for you. Okay. Um, no, Bubba Parham is going to be. Uh, uh, you know, his real name is. Well, his full name is Donald Parham. But his nickname is Bubba, so everyone calls him Bubba. And um, uh, but again, like I said in in the in the segment before, we're he's 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 a smaller guard, but he's fast. He's going to give us great pace. He, as you mentioned, some of the numbers of shooting. You look at at what he did in the SoCon League, the same league that Steph Curry. He had the most 30-point games this past season in the SoCon since Steph Curry for right. Davidson a decade ago. And, and you look at even the three-point shooting, the same you know, with him and Steph Curry during the first two years. And so um, I would love for him to have that same type of production here uh, at Georgia Tech. So, you know, and, and, and you know this, Andy, we, we run good stuff offensively. Defensively, we're, we're near an elite defensive team. We, but we've got to score the ball better. Listen, fans want us to score the ball better. I want us to score the ball better. Our players want us to score the ball better. Bubba really helps with that. And uh, because everyone is really good in this league defensively, we've got to be able to shoot the ball better and score at a higher clip. Uh, playing faster will help that. Getting more possessions will help that. Uh, and, and then from there, uh, just when shots are open, we got to stick them. And, uh, and Bubba's going to be a, be a good addition for that. So Bubba, you said undersized guard, but a guy who can really shoot at 5'11". Yep. Do you envision playing him, Jose Alvarado, Michael DeVoe all at the same time, even if you sacrifice some size? I, I'm putting the five best guys on the floor to win us games. And I don't, I don't really get into positions because I just believe we can play positionless. Our system is very positionless. We just got to do whatever we got to do that's necessary to give us the best chance to win. Absolutely. And you want better three-point shooting, you can certainly supply that. Jordan Usher joined your team last January. Another young man from the metro Atlanta area who began his college career at Southern Cal. He'll become eligible December 18th, which coincides with the Ball State game. You would mentioned some of the games that you won't have Jordan for, but when you do have Jordan, what makes you excited about him? What can fans expect out of Jordan? Well, I would say uh, a few things. First of all, he's going to be eligible, as you mentioned, December 18th for Ball State, but uh, high motor, high motor. He can score it. He can go get his own bucket. He's going to be a really good rebounder. I think he's one of our best players, if not our best player. I mean, he's just going to really? give us a great jolt of energy. I really like him. Um, he played really well in Spain. Um, I think fans should be looking forward to him. They're going to love how hard he plays. I mean, he's just a high energy, high motor. He gets after it. Uh, so we're excited about him. He's really going to be a great addition for us when we get him uh, on the floor full time in that December 18th and, and, and moving forward. So uh, looking forward to having him. Uh, he shot the ball. He's improving in his shooting. When he's locked in and focused, Andy, he's really uh, he, he's a he's a high level basketball player. And his body looks good right now. I want to give a great shout out to Dan Taylor. I think he's done a great job with our guys and their bodies and. In the, in the strength and conditioning area. And so, um, uh, and Leah Thomas has done great with our nutrition. You know, we spent a lot of time dealing with her 
she's an expert in nutrition and, and she really works with us and works closely with Dan Taylor. So both them two have done a, done a, a, a high-level job with our young men. I, I don't want to heap too much expectation on Jordan, but watching him in practice last year from an explosiveness standpoint, he does some things that kind of remind you of a Josh Kobe. Yeah, he does, and but he's he's a better player than he was in practice last year when you last saw him. Part of that is just because him his his understanding, his understanding of our discipline, of our accountability, of what's allowable and not allowable. Um, he's really bought in. He's doing well mentally and just spiritually as a young man. He's doing well in school. So that's just making him that much better as a basketball player and really excited about him. You have been able to watch this team develop through the spring, through the summer, through the Spain trip. Uh, for a lot of fans, though, the last time they laid eyes on your team was in March. Who is the player that, as we sit here right now, has made the most growth individually that fans will immediately notice uh, from the last time them might have seen your team on the floor? Well, you know, I w first of all, Jose Alvarado is really good right now, playing at a high level. Michael DeVoe and Moses Wright. Moses Wright, as, you, as everyone saw him at the end of the year, he was incredible this spring and the beginning of the summer. Now, he hurt his ankle, so he's been out all summer. He didn't play in the Spain trip, so he's just getting back. If we can get him back to where he was, he was really good. And Michael DeVoe was very, very good. Like, Michael DeVoe was high, high level. He does have a toe injury, the same, uh, the same injury he had last year on the other toe. Uh, so he is out for, um, for a few more weeks. Uh, he's been out the last few weeks. I don't think we'll get him back till the beginning of October. Uh, so we got to just weather that. But if those guys are healthy, I think Michael DeVoe and Moses Wright's jumps you know, going north are going to be a big, big thing for us. But, but Michael and Moses should be good to go. He for should be go for preseason camp and, and ready to go for the first game. All right. And again, that first game, an ACC game Tuesday at NC State, November 5th. And I do want to say this incredible win uh, for, uh, uh, you know, two weekends ago. I want to give a shout out to Jeff Collins because I know it is when you win your first game here. Um, there's nothing like it. I know it was two weekends ago and, and obviously, but I'm excited about Coach Collins. A lot to look forward to. Uh, uh, all the sports here. Coach Fortner, she's awesome. Yeah. New, new, new women's basketball coach. Volleyball's playing really well. Uh, a lot of great things uh, here. Just I try to get osmosis from all, Coach Hepler, the golf coach, who's what they do. So I just try to get osmosis from everybody in this in this great department. Yeah, rising tide lifts all ships, is it not? There you go. Coach, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. Look forward to seeing your guys in the preseason. Again, the exhibition game is Sunday, October 20th. 2 p.m. Georgia College, 2 p.m. Thank you very much. First home regular season game, Monday, November 11th. First home ACC game, Sunday, December 8th versus Syracuse. And make sure you get your season tickets. They start as low as $290. Josh Pastor, we appreciate it. Thank Get you your season tickets. Us. Get your season tickets. Thank you, Andy. You don't want to miss it. Your Atlanta area BMW Center is a proud partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. BMW, the official luxury vehicle of Georgia Tech Athletics. We'll be back for more GT60 after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. At Georgia Power, we believe our lake should be filled with water, not trash that a healthy honeybee population will pollinate a healthier environment. That building homes is just as important as powering them. That's why we believe what we do off the grid is just as important as the clean, safe, reliable, affordable energy we provide on it. And that's a different kind of energy.
Best tailgate? It's gotta be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops and wings. It subs. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's gotta be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No, seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill and an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke, come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day, race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. The Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets are back in action at Bobby Dodd Stadium Saturday, October 5th versus North Carolina. And the best way to enjoy this and other games is the Stinger Mobile Pass. It guarantees you a seat for all remaining home games, including Georgia, for just $149. Check out the 404 tailgate that opens three hours before each home game. Tailgate admission is free and is located atop Peter's parking deck north of Bobby Dodd Stadium. Visit ramblinrec.com slash Stinger Pass to get your Stinger Pass today. Football season is here and the fall months are approaching, but it's still warm, which means pests like ants, roaches, and mosquitoes are still out in force. Luckily, you can trust the pros at Arrow Exterminators to keep your home, business, and tailgate pest-free. Atlanta-based Arrow Exterminators is trusted to keep a pest-free zone at the Yellow Jackets home, so rest assured that with Arrow's pest and termite control, you're getting the best from the best. Schedule a free home evaluation today. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com. Live with GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Talking all things Yellow Jacket athletics. Now let's head back to the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when it's served with an ice cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. We welcome you back to GT60. Have enjoyed visiting with uh, several featured guests here this past hour around Georgia Tech Athletics. I'm really excited to have you here from our next guest on the program this year. You have heard Coach Collins cite often the catapult numbers for his team, which is in a nutshell a wearable performance analytics tool that Georgia Tech now incorporates into its practice methods and thought who better to talk more about the catapult system and how it's helping better the Georgia Tech program than the director of applied sports science for Georgia Tech. I call him the czar of the catapults. <laughs> he is Ryan Horton. Kind enough to join us here this weekend, GT60. Ryan, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Czar of the catapult is pretty accurate, isn't it? That's a, that's a, <laughs> I've never, that's, that's new for me. Um, I kind of like it. Um, I've been called much worse. Okay. Okay, we'll have to change those business cards shortly. Before we get into the catapult system, let's talk about your background because I know you uh, worked a lot in strength and conditioning, uh, but now have moved from the realm of strength and conditioning more to applied sports science. How did that transformation happen? So again, my background is in strength and conditioning, and, uh, and and being a strength and conditioning coach, you kind of get a unique perspective on practice because we're not necessarily looking at the X's and O's. We're always looking at the performance, how the guys look, how do they move um, from day to day, from a fatigue standpoint, from a from a performance standpoint, and so. 
we always kind of had our opinion on how guys looked at practice, but it was always just our subjective opinion. And, you know, when you would talk to a coach, it was their opinion and your opinion. Um, and then, you know, a few years back, um, Catapult and this GPS wearable technology started to make its way into American football. And as soon as I read about it, as soon as I saw it, I said, you know, that's, that's an absolute game changer for the entire sport. Um, because now we get to actually track all those things that we've always kind of looked and kind of perceived, but we're able to put objective numbers and objective data to how the guys are moving, to how they're performing, to how they're accelerating, how they're changing direction, um, not only for a practice or a game, but from day to day, to week to week, to month to month, from camp all the way through the end of the season. So. Um, the, for me, um, once we, once Catapult kind of came in, I kind of got lucky and a, uh, a close colleague of mine actually began working with Catapult. Um, and I was able to get a, a demo unit and, and kind of play around with a little bit, um, a few jobs back. And then once we got to the last, uh, the last university that we were at, um, we brought Catapult in and, um, you know, someone needed to run it and I, you know, beat everyone down to, to try to be because I, I knew that's what I wanted to do. Um, I, I fell in love with it immediately. And to be able to apply that technology and that data, um, I, I think is just a, a next evolution in our sport. And so I uh, ran it for the past couple of years there. And, um, and then once we came here, was able to basically try to start to expand my role on uh, with when you're looking at the data and you're looking at the numbers, it's a never ending rabbit hole of what you can try <laughs> to find, what you can try to look for. And so now just trying to expand that here as far as kind of what all we can find out and what all we can figure out to help our guys perform better. How many FBS programs do you think now incorporate the catapult system? How far on the front end of the curve is Georgia Tech and the way it utilizes it? Um, if, if I were to say a number, it would be an absolute guess. Um, I would say roughly half and the mm -hmm. power five schools. And then once you get out of the power five schools, um, I think it's much less, uh, much less prevalent at that level. But to give you a number, it would be, it would be purely a guess, but with what we have and the amount of units that we have, cause we basically have a, a unit for every guy on our team. Mm -hmm. Um, we are absolutely at the forefront of what's going on with the wearable data technology. The, the catapult unit itself, it's about the size of like an old pager, right? From the nineties. So it's funny you say that because that's the exact same thing that this exact same term that I use is an old pager and then I realized as I'm talking to recruits they have they no have idea, no what, it, idea what I'm oh talking about so yeah so I'm, I'm, I use the exact same uh, terminology what's the contemporary an analogy now that clicks with the the recruits and the kids who are using them now have you found a, a good analog in place of the old pager um, if you talk to some of our older guys, they still remember the old, uh, I think it was the Motorola Razor phone, okay. the, old, the very popular flip phone. <laughs> some of them had those when, you know, they were younger. Um, but yeah, a garage door opener, if you will. Okay, that's um, a good one. Kind of also in the same ballpark size-wise. And these are embedded into a vest that the players wear underneath their shoulder pads they wear them in practice they wear them during games as well because those are allowed um and this as you said it's essentially gps and it tracks all these different measurables with a player's individual sports performance what are some of the things that the catapult units are tracking in your players that you're monitoring 
Um, a wide variety of things. Um, so not only is it is it uh, GPS, but there's also an accelerometer and a gyroscope within the unit itself that we're able to get some more data from that. Um, but a lot of things that we predominantly look at is uh, first and foremost, Catapult has a their own algorithm called player load, which is essentially kind of equivalent to workload. So it kind of takes all the things that they're doing within a practice or a game, all their accelerations, their decelerations, their changes of directions, um, correlates a lot with the distance they cover. Um, and, and that gives us our main player load number. But we're also looking at um, accelerations, we're looking at um, top end velocity, we're looking at um, sprints over a certain miles per hour, sprint distance over a certain miles per hour. We're also able to look at things like changes of direction and the intensity of those changes of direction it comes in really handy with our return to play athletes. So we're able to take a guy that's maybe coming off of an ankle or mm. a knee and we can see, okay, are they now cutting just as well going to their right off of that formerly injured leg as they are coming off of their left. And so we're able to see if those are even or not and if that athlete is actually truly ready to return to play. And there is sort of a preventative injury element as well. If you can follow catapult numbers correct, knowing if guys are being overtaxed or you know their, their, their uh, legs and, and systems are being stressed, you're able to analyze those numbers and bring that to the attention of the coaches and, say, and, and they're able to adjust theoretically their practice habits based off of that, right? 100%. So the, the analogy that I use is basically if you, if you take uh, if, if you take me or you, you take anybody that, that's out there listening, and if you're a runner, let's say you're a runner and you go out and you run four miles every day, and that's what you've been doing for the past month, that's what you've been doing for the past six months, you're not going to have any kind of an issue. You're going to go out, you're going to run your four miles, it's not going to be a big deal. Now, if you take someone that has not ran in the past six months and you pull them off the couch and you have them go <laughs> run four miles every day, they're going to have tendonitis, they're going to have shin splints, they're going to have issues with their feet, they're going to have issues with their low back because they've not been preparing to do that. So what we do is we do that basically just on a higher, more elite level. So we look at what our guys are doing from day to day, week to week, and we make sure that there's not any great spikes in their workload and what we're asking them to do because those spikes, research has shown that when you do those spikes in workload, that's when your prevalence of injury goes up three and a half times. And so we monitor each one of our guys to make sure that we're keeping them in that window that we want to keep them in. This seems like data that Jeff Collins is pouring over on a daily or near daily basis. It, it is. We, yeah. we meet on it. Um, so in our staff meetings that we meet daily, um, the two of the first things that we go over in every meeting is our injury report um, and our catapult report. So it's something that Coach Collins and, and I am very blessed personally to have a coach that is so on the, on the, wants to be on the cutting edge, you know, isn't a, well, we're going to do this because this is how we've always done it. It is how can we do it better? What is the next thing? Um, what can we do to make this program better? What is the numbers telling us that we can do to perform better on game day? And so to have a coach that is that balled in and is that um, cutting edge in his mindset of our approach of how we do things is an absolute blessing for me and allows me to really dig in and see what we can do to help our team uh, be better. Sort of better football through science with the catapult system. We're joined by Ryan Horton, Director of Applied Sports Science for Georgia Tech Football. This is really fascinating stuff. I want to get back to you on the other side of this timeout. I have a couple more questions about uh, the catapult system and more about your job responsibilities here with football. I want to remind everybody, Georgia United Credit Union, the official credit union of Georgia Georgia Tech Athletics will have more GT60 following this in the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. There are a lot of SUVs on the road today, but many SUVs lack in sport and utility, not Ford SUVs. 
because Ford SUVs offer intelligent four-wheel drive, not to mention ruggedness and versatility. Your first name is means you can drive it like an SUV is meant to be driven. And you can drive it like a Ford. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. If you know college football history, then you know us. Heisman coached here. Megatron played here. 222 points in a game. They were scored here. And four national titles, they were won here. All on the same field where we still play today. When you come to the flats of Atlanta, gold isn't just what you wear, it's who you are. We're more than an institute. We're a college football institution. Proud of our history, driven to make more. Welcome to where tradition meets innovation, where toe meets leather, where white meets gold. This is Georgia Tech football. Every powerful drive is presented by Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. It is GT60 on this Monday night on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Getting you ready for Georgia Tech and Temple 330 Tommy Slather this Saturday. We'll have our network pregame coverage two hours prior. Again, this is our bi-week edition that we had originally scheduled for last Monday. Coach Collins wanted to come on last week, so we cut him loose tonight and have enjoyed the opportunity to visit with several people around the Athletic Association of among them, Ryan Horton, Director of Applied Sports Science here at Georgia Tech, back for another segment to talk about the catapult system and the way Georgia Tech football incorporates it now uh, into its overall uh, system. As somebody who oversees this, is there a point of diminishing returns when it comes to all the data that there is maybe a, a certain thing is too much information that can bog down uh, a coach or his staff? What, what's kind of the sweet spot that you guys have as, as you interpret all these numbers? I think I think a little bit it can. With with the amount of stuff that we are able to look at, I mean, there is such a thing as you know paralysis by analysis. I mean, if you're trying to look at too much stuff, um, then you kind of get lost in what's actually important. So that's what we try to do is we try to we try to streamline everything to what is important. And so um, some of it is performance based on how our guys are doing, how they're performing, how they're running, how they're looking compared against um, how they looked maybe the week before, the month before, or how they compare to, to other guys at their position. Um, a lot with our with our injury program, with our return to play program, with Mark Smith um, and Coach Corolla, as far as making sure that our return to play process is is sound and just it gives us and again it, it's not necessarily rewriting the book on what we're doing but it just gives us numbers and data to back up what we're mm -hmm. doing in the approach we're taking and that we're taking with those guys day to day and then a lot of it that um, you know when it's kind of a new project or whatnot it's, it's stuff that I'm working on in the background and then you know if 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 what we end up looking at is something that I think can help our players or help our coaches make better decisions or perform better um, and then I'll bring that to the forefront, and then we'll kind of take a look at those things as well. Explain something that Jeff told me about back in the spring. Effort above replacement. 
Uh, this this seems like this is a Ryan Horton special, if I understand correctly. <laughs> um, it, it is a little bit. Um, so, you know, obviously within within data, you know, within the data analytics uh, population, you know, in baseball, you have. Uh, I believe it's a war with yep. above replacement. I think they have something similar in basketball, too. And so I just kind of got the idea of, you know, that's kind of a, a a neat thing to look at. Well, we, you know, we use this player load metric um, and some other metrics we use to basically come up with an effort metric. And then it was just a comparison of guys at their position. What is the, you know, what's the average there at the position? And then who's excelling above that average? Um, you know, because we had some guys, especially in the spring, that were really we were able to highlight as going above and beyond. And and we've had some guys in the fall do the same thing as well. But what's been really cool to see is it's kind of that bar for every position, for every group across the board on our team has all been elevated. And so that above replacement, what you need to be above replacement now versus what you needed to be above replacement six months ago, that has been raised. And that's kind of a a byproduct of the system that, you know, it goes beyond just, you know, numbers and the data and, and all that stuff that we use, which is really good, but it just goes into the inherent, if you're an athlete, you're a competitor and you're going to compete at whatever it is you're going to do. If you're going to sit down and play a game of checkers, you're going to compete. If we're playing Uno, you're going to compete. And so to be able to give these guys numbers and objective numbers of saying, here's what you did, here's what the other guys at your position did, those guys are going to compete with that stuff. Mm -hmm. and I have guys come to my office all the time of, Coach, how can I get my numbers up? How can I get better at this? How can I get better at that? And it's okay. If you go out in the field and you do X, Y, and Z, you're going to see all these numbers go up. They take that information. They put it into action. And then what, what is really rewarding to me is when you know I show the coaches, hey, there's a change in these guys' numbers. And the coaches go, you know what? There's been a change on film too. You can see the difference of mm -hmm. what this guy's doing out there, uh, and I think that in and of itself makes the whole system worth its weight in gold. So, so effort above replacement is this formula that you kind of created to help establish a standard for different position groups, and then as a player, his numbers where they are relative to uh, the average for that position, and then gives them a bar that now through data they have to set for themselves that they can eventually attain and help raise their own individual level of play. Uh, I know Georgia Tech fans, when you're talking about Yellow Jackets, the one thing they hate is when you talk about bees, right? Bees, Yellow Jackets, they're two totally different things. However, I bring up a bee only okay. in this sense. A bee, if you look at his body type, it's not supposed to be able to support its body weight with its wings, right? So, okay. it, it, you know, in many ways, anatomically, it does things that are impossible give me a catapult number from one of the players on this team that would blow georgia tech fans away that you wouldn't expect that player to be measuring at well that is a that is a great uh that is a great question um well a couple the, the first one that came to mind and it's something if uh you know georgia tech fans follow us on social media they, they may have seen or be aware of um, but we have we have two athletes on our team that are that are slowly approaching. Actually, slowly is probably a bad word to use in this case. Um, but they are they are creeping closer and closer to hitting 24 miles an hour. Which, when I started looking at this stuff three years ago, I didn't think was possible with helmets and shoulder pads on a football field. Um, but Amarian Brown and Jalen Askew. 
um, are around 23.81 and 23.72 miles per hour. Uh, those are top speeds that they've hit so far um, throughout camp and the season. Um, those two numbers are just absolutely astronomical when you consider. I think the the highest speed ever recorded was Usain Bolt, um, and that was you know 26, maybe 27 miles per hour. But that is the greatest sprint in the world on a track with track spikes on, and you're talking about two football players that are doing it with pads on on a field is absolutely remarkable. Um, another guy that that probably comes to mind a little bit, uh, Demetrius Knight, um, just in the sense of. Demetrius has hit well into the 22 miles per hour, and we're talking about a 225-pound mm -hmm. freshman linebacker that is unbelievably um, impressive and probably won't surprise anyone, um, and it's kind of hard to because you don't have a reference point for it. But when you can actually see the numbers of Tobias Oliver and how he's able to accelerate on the field is absolutely mind-blowing. Um, how quickly he's able to accelerate and get up to speed is absolutely off the charts. So I don't know if that's any that would blow people's minds, um, but those are the kind of the, a couple of the first ones that, that kind of popped up. Anybody who saw Tobias's kick returns against the Citadel would know he can hit top-end speed pretty quickly. Uh, Ryan, Ruth is really great stuff. I really appreciate you doing this. Of course, we know you're a fixture on the sidelines and uh, again, Coach Collins, he cites the catapult data often, but there, there is obviously the master of the catapult system. That is you, and we appreciate you sharing uh, some of the insights with Georgia Tech fans here on GT60. So thanks so much. Thank, thank you. Appreciate you having me on. Just don't put a catapult chip on, uh, on a broadcaster because <laughs> I, I don't want to know what some of those numbers would show. We'll take another timeout. Before we do that, every powerful drive is presented by Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Much more GT60 after this on the Georgia Tech Sports. Network from Learfield IMG College. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. <sighs> Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops. And wings. It subs. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's got to be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No, seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill. And an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Football season is here and the fall months are approaching, but it's still warm, which means pests like ants, roaches, and mosquitoes are still out in force. Luckily, you can trust the pros at Arrow Exterminators to keep your home, business, and tailgate pest-free. Atlanta-based Arrow Exterminators is trusted to keep a pest-free zone at the Yellow Jackets home, so rest assured that with Arrow's pest and termite control, you're getting the best from the best. Schedule a free home evaluation today. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com. The Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets are back in action at Bobby Dodd Stadium Saturday, October 5th versus North Carolina. And the best way to enjoy this and other games is the Stinger Mobile Pass. It guarantees you a seat for all remaining home games, including Georgia, for just $149. Check out the 404 tailgate that opens three hours before each home game. Tailgate admission is free and is located atop Peter's parking deck north of Bobby Dodd Stadium. Visit ramblinrec.com slash Stinger Pass to get your Stinger Pass today. We're 
Live with GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Talking all things Yellow Jacket athletics. Now let's head back to the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. GT60 is brought to you by your Atlanta area BMW Center's BMW, the official luxury vehicle of Georgia Tech Athletics. We appreciate Josh Pastor stopping by, Ryan Fortin as well. I'm really excited to have our next guest on, new women's basketball coach here at Georgia Tech, gearing up for her first season on the flats. Now, Fortner, coach, good to uh, spend some time with you tonight. Thanks a lot. Happy to be here. This is old hat for you, uh, another season getting ready, but <laughs> after being away uh, working as an analyst for ESPN, does this feel a little bit different now with the first official practice for you and your team tomorrow? You know, um, it, it's an interesting question. It does and it doesn't because it's, it's like riding a bicycle. I might have been out for a few years, but, you know, you hop right back on and you know exactly what you're doing. So, um, but it's it's really been exciting. The kids have done a great job um, buying into what we're what we're teaching and, and the, the system, the things we're trying to run offensively and defensively. So, um we're uh, we're off and running. In the off season, you get the individual skill development, and there are NCAA rules legislating how much time the head coach can spend with their players. Uh, how do you get your kids to to get indoctrinated into your playbook, into your system, when there is a limit to how much time you personally can spend with them? Yeah, it's hard. There's no question. It, it takes um, it takes a lot of focus and concentration. But it, but again. You know, this team, we do have a lot of experienced players on this team that, that got minutes last year. Kiara Fletcher, Lorella Kubai, um, Francesca Pond. So they come back with vast experience. And then we've got some players who, you know, who played um, internationally on their national teams this summer. Um, so that was um, – that's good. So it's, 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 been a, it's been an interesting trying to, to get – uh, with the players that were here this summer, then you have to incorporate the ones who came right before school started. But um, I thought we got some good work in this summer, and uh, now we'll really hit the ground running tomorrow. We've talked with Coach Collins here in GT60 about installing his culture to this program and the buy-in he's gotten from his returning players. Tell us about the buy-in that you've gotten from your players and how they've embraced the culture that you're bringing in here to the women's basketball program. Yeah, the one thing that really just stands out just quickly about this team is these players are, they're just really good kids. They work hard. They're good students. They, they work really hard in the classroom. But they've been just, they've been really um, fun to get to know because it's been easy to get to know them because they, they've come up to our, they're coming in our offices a lot. Um, we're able to spend that kind of just time away from the basketball court with them to get to know them. And then when we get on the court, they're hard workers. So it's been a good mix of um, having some fun, getting to know each other, and then working hard on the floor. So we're pleased with where we are right now. No coach comes in alone. Tell us now about your staff. I know you're really excited about uh, the coaches that you've been able to assemble. Yep. Um, my recruiting coordinator, Tasha Butts, played at Tennessee, had a really good career um, as a collegiate athlete and then played professionally overseas and in the WNBA. So she's done a great job of getting in here and, and she's a Georgia native. And so she's happy to be back in her home state and um, has so many great recruiting ties here in the state of Georgia. So that's really paying dividends for us. Excited to have her back. And Blanche Alverson played right up the road in, at Buford High School, played for me at Auburn. I recruited Blanche and she's on her way to being a really excellent college coach did, did you know when she was a player for you at Auburn I got a future coach in the making no really no Blanche was supposed to be a brain surgeon <laughs> that's how smart she is so 
No, she was she was pre-med. She was going to be a doctor. Oh, gosh. And then, you know, what happens, she goes overseas. She plays in Spain. And, and that year of playing professional basketball really kind of turned the tide for her wanting to stay in the game of basketball. And so coaching was where that was going to be. And the interesting thing about Blanche is she's, she's so incredibly smart. She picks up things so easily and just has a, a memory of like almost like a photographic memory so she can remember just players all over the country in the world. So she's been uh, she's had a really good career as an assistant coach coming to us from Southern Cal for um, the last two years and recruiting highly, really highly ranked classes. So um, she's happy to be home in, in the state of Georgia and, and back in the South. And then I have Brandy Manning, who um, got his, his collegiate degree at Clark University is why he met his wife here in Georgia. Um, has coached in several places, South Florida, Arizona, Southern Cal. So he was out in California and has a, a tremendous amount of recruiting ties and, and uh, does a nice job with our post players. So I'm just really fortunate to have this experienced group of player, of coaches um, that have really come in here and worked hard. Uh, getting back to Blanche, she was pre-med, so she's yeah. working all the same hours she probably would if she were in a residency right. somewhere, except she traded those hours for coaching. You know, you have one uh, a- additional veteran on your team. You got an immediate eligibility waiver for Sarah Bates, who comes yep. to you via Kansas State. Tell us what she, uh, she can bring to your program this year. Yeah, Sarah Bates came to us as a transfer from Kansas State, and she's a three-point shooter. You know, she has the ability to get out there and just get hot. She shot at 41%. Um, from behind the arc, um, and and we're excited about having that kind of weapon to, to bring onto the floor and stretch a defense. Um, and her leadership skills are outstanding. She's a high-energy kid, really just a team player, and uh, she's been a, a real joy to be around. And I tell you, we've got another addition in Mickey DeMoss, who was a longtime yeah. assistant coach at Tennessee. Um, she's come in as chief of staff, game analytics, and she's been a, a great resource of information for all of us when it comes to practice uh, planning, um, watching practice, and just talking the game of basketball. Yeah, she's one of those uh, exalted basketball minds in yes. the women's game. Great to have her on the flats as well. One month, one week from today, you have your exhibition game versus Clayton State, and then the season opener at McCambish Tuesday, November 5th versus yep. the University of Houston. No better source than the head coach herself. So why should fans be excited about year one under Nell Fortner and the team that you're going to put on the floor? Well, I think it's just it's always interesting to see what any team is going to be like the next year because every year your team changes, no matter who's coaching it or who's playing on it. Kids come and go, and, and, uh, and it's just exciting to see what – what brand of basketball is going to be on the floor? I think I think will be exciting and fun to watch. We're going to push the tempo and, and we're going to guard you hard. So um, I think it'll be a fun brand to watch, and we're hoping we can get a lot of people in the stands. Um, we're also starting a booster club this year, the Buzzer Beaters. So um, if you're out there listening, you need to find out more information about that. It's not very expensive. We you can come and be a part of a group that really loves women's basketball and gets a few little extra things on game day. Um, so we're we're hoping to expand our fan base. All right, the buzzer beaters. I'm sure we'll have more information on the website, ramblinrec.com. If you want to join, make sure you get your season tickets as well.
going to be a great winter of basketball in McCamusville. And also, I heard from a little birdie that the ACC schedule is going to be released tomorrow as well. It is. It's coming out. I wish I could I wish I wish could impart some information <laughs> on you right now, but I can't. I'm, I'm held to secrecy. But looking forward to that getting out and people getting excited about now, you, it. You worked at ESPN. You know all about the art of the tease, so I appreciate <laughs> that as well. Coach, we can't wait to follow you in your jackets uh, all winter long. Head coach Nell Fordner with Georgia Tech Women's Basketball. Can I get a Nell yeah as oh, we get a break? Oh, yeah. Nell yeah. Come it. on out. I love it. We'll take another time out. Wrap things up here on GT60 following this in the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tech fans have a lot to be passionate about. And at Ford Motor Company, we do too. Because we build SUVs like Escape, Edge, and Explorer. All with intelligent four-wheel drive, giving you the control you need so you can tackle any adventure. Once you experience the ruggedness and versatility of a Ford SUV, you'll be a fan too. Drive it home. Drive it now. Drive it like a Ford. For great offers on Escape, Edge, and Explorer, visit your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Let me tell you about Georgia Tech. On this campus, you'll find beauty, prestige, innovation. But one thing you won't find is a shortcut. That's how we like it. Because on this campus, we aren't afraid of a challenge. And on game day, we darn sure aren't afraid of a fight. You see, gold reflects. And here, it reflects us all. Toughness, tenacity, pride, passion. Those values bond us. They've made us an institute without equal. When you see the white and gold, you know what we stand for. And if you're an opponent, you know what you're in for. Welcome to Atlanta. Welcome to Georgia Tech football. This is GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. For a look around the ACC, let's rejoin Andy Demetra for this week's ACC Refresher. Brought to you by Coca-Cola. We all know what comes with being a fan. The ups, the downs, and everything in between. Share a Coke with a teammate, rival, or friend this season. All right, let's check out the action around the ACC. It begins on Friday night in Blacksburg as Virginia Tech takes on Duke. All of their action alongside us on Saturday. Syracuse back at home taking on Holy Cross. Pittsburgh following the upset over UCF. Plays host to Delaware. Wake Forest travels to Boston College trying to preserve that undefeated start. Number 18, Virginia also looking to stay undefeated in South Bend versus number 10, Notre Dame. Top-ranked Clemson's at North Carolina NC State at Florida State. And, of course, our game, 3.30, Tomey's Leather from Lincoln Financial Field, Georgia Tech versus Temple. First all-time meeting between the Jackets and Owls. First time Tech is actually playing in the city of Philadelphia since they took on Penn at old Franklin Field in 1931. But, of course, Coach Collins and several members of his staff have a little more recent knowledge of the city that storyline sure to dominate this week. Jeff Collins taking on his former team. Temple comes in at 2-1. They upended a ranked Maryland team two weekends ago, but then fell 38-22 at Buffalo Saturday. 
So the motivation will be ample for both programs as they get set to tangle in Philadelphia. Want to thank our guests who joined us this hour, Josh Pastor, Nell Fortner, Director of Applied Sports Science, Ryan Horton. I'm Andy Demetra for our entire team at Learfield IMG College. We thank you for listening this week to GT60, and we'll join you on Saturday from Philadelphia for the Jackets and the Owls. So long, everybody. Thanks once again for listening to GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. You've been listening to GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tune in every Monday at 7 for the latest on the Jackets. GT60 has been brought to you by Coca-Cola. We all know what comes with being a fan, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Share a Coke with a teammate, rival, or a friend this season. And by Georgia Power. While Georgia Power provides clean, safe, reliable, affordable energy, they want to help save energy, too. Find out energy-saving tips at Georgia Power. Com slash save. GT60 is a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Georgia Tech Sports Network.